0: Passion for excellence, compassion for people. It's in this spirit that we are proud to present Aspirus Health Talk with your host, Melanie Cole.
1: Foot pain can be extremely bothersome and can really affect your quality of life. My guest today is Dr. David Wood. He's an Aspirus Grandview physician that specializes in podiatry. Welcome to the show, Dr. Wood. So let's talk about some foot problems that really affect our quality of life. And let's start with hammer toes. What are what are they and how do we even know if we have them?
0: Uh, well, hammer toes are pretty easily visible by just looking at your toe. And anything that's not straight is considered a hammer toe. Usually they, they knuckle up in the air and they rub in your shoes and you get corns and calluses. So that's the most common uh, problem with hammer toes. That's usually when they lead to pain is you get a corn on top of the toe or in the very distal uh, bottom plantar aspect of the toe, uh, you get a corn or callus, which becomes symptomatic.
1: What is the cause of hammer toes?
0: Hammer toes are called, caused by lots of different causes. I mean, you can have a stroke and have a hammer toe. Improper shoe gear can uh, cause hammer toes, but usually they're uh, hereditary and genetic.
1: What do we do about them? Because they, from what I understand, they can be extremely painful. They can affect whether you can wear, as a woman, heels or you know what type of shoe wear you have to wear. So, what do you do about them?
0: Well, they associate with a, a corner callus. You know, we usually shave it off, and then we try some pads for your conservative treatment. There is some different types of pads that help hold the t- hold the toe straight. Uh, which can makes it more comfortable. The problem is you got to wear the pads all the time, all day long, in order to get relief from uh, the hammer toe. Uh, the other treatments would be the surgical correction, uh, which nowadays with uh, modern technology has is, is improved. With the, you put an implant in the toe, which straightens out the toe and the, and it holds it straight, uh, and the results last uh, a long time.
1: Do the type of shoes, especially women wear, do they really make our feet bad? Is, there, is that a myth, high heels and that sort of thing? Or do they really do damage to our feet?
0: It's definitely not a myth. They really do, do damage to your feet. I mean, you think about it, your, your feet across the, uh, the toe area is actually pretty wide. And when you jam your foot into a pointy shoe or a high heel pointy shoe, uh, it just causes all kinds of, of pressure on them, squeezes the toes together. Can definitely lead to hammer toes and bunions, and uh, and painful corns and calluses, along with blisters.
1: What people also don't realize, Doctor Wood, is that because that's our base of support, if your feet are thrown off, then it can start to affect the rest of your body, your knees, and even your lower back.
0: Absolutely. So really, you start walking differently, and uh, and it causes malalignments of your knees and your your back and your hips, and you can get discomforts there too.
1: Absolutely. Now, what other foot issues, like ingrown toenails? You know, we've heard about those. What do you do about them? They hurt a lot.
0: Well, ingr- ingrown toenails are very common, and improper cutting of the nail can lead to it. Uh, but, again, they're usually also hereditary. You see a lot of young kids with them and, and because of the hereditary nature of them. Uh, but they are easily fixed in the office. Uh, it's an actual simple procedure. Uh, we anesthetize the toe, which is the worst part of it, the injection. Uh, after it's numbed up, uh, just take out the little sliver of the nail along the side that's ingrown. Uh, you take that out, and we usually use a little chemical uh, to kill the root of that little sliver so that little sliver does not grow back, and it's roughly 85 90% successful. Uh, it takes about five minutes to do. After we're done, we just wrap it up, and the next day you can do anything you want. Uh, so basically the downtime is just the day that's done
1: what about pedicures? Do they cause or affect, you know, because there's part infection going on? Is there anything to pedicures? Do we check out where we get a pedicure first?
0: Uh, well, i never had a pedicure, so uh, but a lot of my patients do. And, you know, I would just make sure if they're using any instruments that they're being sterilized. I mean, uh, otherwise you possibly could get uh, different infections uh, from the instruments if they're not I think they're safe as long as the instruments are sterile.
1: What about bunions? You know, this is another common condition that seems to worsen, Dr. Wood, over time. Tell us about bunions and what's going on. Is there surgery for them that can correct them, and do they come back?
0: Uh, well, bunions are caused by a muscle imbalance, which, is, again, is usually hereditary, but there's other causes, you know, such as neuromuscular diseases, uh, strokes, some rheumatoid arthritis, different type of arthritis. Uh, and they get larger and larger, they progressively get worse. Uh, the surrogate treatment usually doesn't work that well, but sometimes people can get into orthotics, which will slow down the progression of the bunion, but will not actually treat it. And they're usually surgically uh, removed. Depending on the severity of the bunion, it can take four to six weeks to heal and weight-bearing afterwards. Or if they're really severe, you might have to be on clutches, non-weight-bearing for anywhere from eight to ten weeks, depending on the severity of the bunion. Uh recurrence rate is, is low, uh, but over time, because that muscle balance is still usually there, uh, they do slowly reoccur.
1: What do you do for bunions? When you say surgery, what does that involve?
0: Well, it involves an incision over the, the top of the joint. You open up the joint, uh, you shave off the actual bunion itself with the bone, uh, saw, uh, but then you got to realign the metatarsal, that bone there, and so you got to make some cuts in order to Slide it over towards the uh, the second metatarsal, which is your second toe, into a more corrected position. Ideally, you want to get an angle of less than eight degrees between the first and second metatarsal. And also, you want to contain a congruent joint, so the toe still moves, you know, up and down when you ambulate. And then you usually fix it with either a, a wire or a screw or two. Or sometimes some people even use like plate stuff to fix it. Uh, Surgery self for a bunion usually takes about an hour to do. Uh, Outpatient surgery, anesthesia is usually uh, a MAC with the local. Uh, You go to recovery for an hour or so, and you're able to go home.
1: And really, then you see a difference in the way your foot looks, right? Because, I mean, once you've shaved off that bunion and taken care of it and fixed up that bone so it goes more straight, your foot looks a little bit straighter, right? That big toe kind of heads forward instead of off to the side the way it did.
0: Exactly. It's definitely straighter. You're, actually, your foot is going to be a little bit narrower because you don't have the big bunion sticking out the side of the foot. So you might even change the shoe size. Uh, and the toe should be straighter and not putting pressure on the second toe. Uh, otherwise, the bunion gets severe enough, uh, it will put pressure on the second toe and cause that to displace and turn into a hammer toe.
1: Wow. Now, what about something like heel spurs? There are so many foot problems, Dr. Wood. We could go on for a long time, but let's try and hit a few more with heel spurs. Painful, similar to plantar fasciitis. What are they, and what do you do about those?
0: Well, the heel spurs are actually related to plantar fasciitis. Usually, you have plantar fasciitis first. Your body's response to the pain in the heel is to create a bone spur or its actual bone. Uh, nowadays, bone spurs on the bottom of the heel are not removed because uh, it's a soft tissue problem. The plantar fasciitis is the actual pain, uh, so it's treated with conservative treatment, and conservative treatment works 95% of the time, and that would be consisting of uh, orthotics, uh, stretching exercises, uh, injections, physical therapy, ice, uh, decrease in activities, anti-inflammatories, uh, et cetera.
1: So what about things like you mentioned earlier, corns and calluses? And I hear people say, I'm going to the podiatrist to have my calluses removed. How do we develop calluses? Because some people don't develop them, do they? And some people develop them at an alarming rate.
0: Yeah, uh, calluses are usually due to pressure. And you see them on the bottom of the foot. And as we get older, we lose that, that fat pad, that cushion you have underneath the ball of your foot. And when you lose that cushion, uh, you end up causing increased pressure there. There's no cushion to absorb it, uh, so pressure can cause the callus to form. Uh, Thing is, when you remove them, shave them off, and the office here, uh, they reform because the pressure is still there within a month or so.
1: So that's something you have to just kind of continually keep having removed.
0: Right. Uh, you can do it sometimes on your own. If you use like a file or a pumice stone, uh, you can do that and you can keep them somewhat under control. And you wear appropriate shoe gear with maybe an extra layer of cushion in your shoes can also help absorb uh, some of the pressure.
1: In just the last minute, Dr. Wood, if you would, please give us your best advice for people with their feet to protect their feet and take care of their feet and why they should come to Aspirus and see you.
0: Well, first and most of it is to protect your feet by <laughs> actually avoid going barefoot. Uh, barefoot leads to all kinds of different uh, injuries, uh, soft tissue injuries. It's easier to get plantar fasciitis when you're barefoot. Uh, it's most importantly that wear you know, a sock and a shoe, or at least a sock and a slipper on the house, and definitely wear good shoes, uh, good quality shoes uh, outdoors. Uh, it's important to... Uh, have not treated because once you have foot pain, it's kind of like it hurts all over uh, because it can lead to knee uh, problems, back, uh, everything, hips. Uh, so it's important to uh, see a podiatrist if you have significant discomfort that's not resolving with just regular uh, rest and anti-inflammatories uh, so you can make the proper diagnosis and help you move along and enjoy your life.
1: Proper foot care is so important. Thank you so much for being with us. You're listening to Aspirus Health Talk. And for more information, you can go to Aspirus.org. That's Aspirus.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.